G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Finding Faith have got a new song out, and we're excited to have Tim and Andrew on the phone with us this morning. Good morning. G'day, guys. Morning. Yay. Great to have you both with us again. Uh, love chatting to you guys. I mean, it's been uh, a few times we've had the opportunity to catch up over the last year or so. But, uh, yeah, new song out, Love, love Be the, the River. River. So, of course, okay. Good Hands hit number one here in Australia, uh, which was a great way to sort of kick off uh, as a band. But uh, Love Be the River is uh, the next one off this debut album from you. Tell us a bit about the story behind the song, Tim. Where did it come from? Well, I had been, um, I had been preaching at, at the church on um, just how God uses uh, the desert quite often when he wants to speak to people. You know, throughout the Bible, there's different stories of people who, when they want to connect to God or when God needs to speak to them, they go into the desert. And, you know, the desert's a tough place. I mean, we live in the desert. Mm-hmm. And so as, as I was kind of preparing that message and then delivering it, Andrew was listening to it, and he just said, man, there's something about that that we need to write about. There's something about being in the desert and being faced with difficult situations where you have no other alternative but to turn to God. And, and it's in the desert sometimes where we find His greatest healing and His greatest mercy and, and His greatest deliverance. And so that's kind of the bedrock from where that song started. That's so cool. I guess for those that don't know, you guys live in Las Vegas, so you literally do live in the <laughs> desert. So uh, did you sort of yeah, go exactly. walking out into the into the desert to get inspiration, or how did you go about the actual songwriting? It was something, I mean, we were writing the whole record, and, and for me, the, the other strong theme in this this um, song is the river, too. And, you know, a lot of times we hear about, you know, love being described as a river, and when, we, when you do think of God's love and how it shapes us, how it changes us, and then the, the analogy of a river and how it kind of changes the landscape around it. It's such a perfect, uh, really is the perfect analogy of what um, his love does. You know, it, can, it changes things. It, it's so strong. It can be calm. It can be, it can be violent. It can be overwhelming. And I guess, you know, so many songs have been written about Take Me to the River and all these mm-hmm. analogies of the river. And I, I just feel there's a reason for that because it is such an incredible and, you know, tangible reality or analogy of, of, of love. I love mm. it. And you, um, I've, I've read something you were saying firsthand that you've seen, you know, how God's love has changed your world after making some bad decisions. Yeah, I think he's been changing my life all the way along, you know, um, whether I chose to ignore it at some point or mm. chose to embrace it. But I think we all do, you know. Yep. I feel, um, you know, if we do accept that love and the forgiveness and the grace that God gives us, then it, it does change us. And for me, it's been, you know, I've, I've had a blessed life. I've had some some struggles, but um, you know, the most the most recent struggle I went through, which um, you know was kind of rocked my marriage and rocked rocked my family and and me personally. I, it really was his love that not only changed me but changed everyone around me to kind of accept and help him get us through what we're all going through. Amazing. Mm. It's wonderful that I guess you've been able to come through the other side of that and say, you know, look back and say, well, God has you know carried us through. God's uh, you know, restored and, and healed. Um, but I guess for you know, people that are maybe are in the middle of a, a journey like that, and as Tim, you were saying, you know, the, those desert uh, seasons of life, uh, what would you say 
uh, to people in those situations that are sort of, you know, haven't quite seen the light at the end of the tunnel yet? Uh, what would you say to them as far as, I guess, bringing some hope into their situation? Well, I would, I would first of all say that, you know, the, the best way that I can describe it is to just like Andrew, you know, say my own personal experience that I've been in the desert, I've been in difficult situations, you know, I've, I've struggled with addiction in my life as well. And to think that if I'm the only one who can overcome this, if I have to be the one who gets myself out of this, I know that's impossible. And so to know that there's the hope of a higher power, there's a hope of God, there's a hope of, of, you know, if I turn my life over to him, if I give whatever it is that's tripping me up over to him, that, you know, he can create, like that song says, streams in the desert. Mm. He can create a way where there is no other way. And I would just say, you know, you look at my life, you look at Andrew's life, and say, you know, we're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but we know where we've come from, we know where we are, we know where we're going, we know that God's carrying us through all of that, and so there's hope, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what struggle you find yourself in, there is definitely hope, and I think that hope is what is really what um, gives us the ability to wake up every morning, no matter what we're dealing with, and Mm -hmm. say, today I'm going to give it to God, and I believe it's even stronger than hope it's because i know that he's going to carry me through today and that's uh really where that the bridge you know carry me uh came through when we were writing the song and we and we started um saying you know that we need a bridge here where's the song taking us and we just realized that when you just lay in the river and i mean we've all you know laid in the river with a current before you know gone to the lazy mm. river at, at a water park or something you know and and you just you just lay there and you let the current carry you and you really don't have to do anything other than just to lay mm. back and enjoy the ride almost. And it's the same way in our lives when, when we just give it to God and say, okay, God, I, I give up on me trying to rule my life. I give up on me trying to fix everything. Mm. I'm going to just allow you to carry <laughs> me. That is such a... Bring so much peace into my life. Also, one of the hardest things to do because yeah. we like to be able to control things, yeah, don't we? Exactly. So to just lie there or just say, oh, hey, absolutely. God... This is all you. It's, it's, you got to take your hands off and then leave your hands off, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy preaching, hard living. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah, you're I right on. Say that, yeah. yeah. It's so true. So I guess true. that's the thing. I know just recently, Andrew, you were sharing on the Human Nature Facebook page about some of these struggles that you've been talking about. But coming to the place of actually being able to admit, I'm not going all right, like to to you know acknowledge that we do need help or acknowledge, you know, that, you know, we need God to carry us. That can be the, the toughest part, isn't it? Just that first step of saying, hey, you know, things aren't all right. Um, I need some help. I know. It, it really rocks my world just to hear, um, you know, I've actually been really close to friends that have lost people through suicide. And even mm. just at our age as men, you know, in we're kind of in the, meant to be in the prime. And, and so many, and particularly in Australia, I just know what, I do know what it is. I, I believe it's a it's a kind of struggling with that macho-ness of, mm-hmm. of I, I got to control this. I, I yeah. can't I can't be weak, you know. And I think there's that, you know, as as Christians, we know we're only strong when we are weak because we kind of we give it over. And I guess I had to get to that place too. As much as I believe it was the hardest thing to do, just to kind of surrender. And it's sometimes easy to be very objective and say, if only you gave your life over to Jesus and, and let him get you through this, because he will. It's a hard thing, you know, mm. um, and people with really, with families and, and taking their own lives, and it just it breaks my heart to know that they weren't, they didn't have, I don't know, someone that they could confide in, yeah. or they, their faith 
they didn't have a faith that um, would see them through it. And I, I just, yeah, that, that kind of, um, it really, it just, it crushes me to think that. And I know Australia has one of the highest male suicide rates in the world. And mm. it's, um, it's really, it's a hard thing to, to kind of um, deal with. It's yeah. devastating. And I know some of the comments on that post that uh, you, you shared there on Facebook, you know, there was a, people saying, yeah, that they either had family members or loved ones that have, Taken their lives, or you know, some were even saying that they've struggled with anxiety and depression, and it's uh, it's yeah, incredible to think uh, how uh, much of an issue it is in our in our world today. Um, and as you say, yeah, even right here in Australia. Yeah, and I think you know we were um, we did a a worship morning together at at Andrew's church a little while ago, and we did this song, and you know Andrew shared a little bit about his struggle, and a while later. Uh, there was a, a lady who came up to Andrew's wife and was sharing that her and her son were in the service that day. And as Andrew shared, you know, his struggle and after the service, uh, the son just kind of broke down and finally admitted for the first time that he was struggling with the same thing and wow. he needed help. That's amazing. And, and so, you know, I just think that, you know, you're absolutely right that, you know, it's easy to say, okay, I'll give it to God, mm. but there are some real you know, tangible things that we can do as well. And one of those is to be in community with people like in a church or in a small group or a life group, whatever you want to call it, where you're with safe people who you can talk to about it. Because, you know, so many people commit suicide because they feel like there is no one to talk to. No one can understand who do I turn to. Mm. And so just one of those steps is to say there are people you can turn to. There are people that can help you in that journey. Yeah, that's so true. And even in, as you say, in Christian circles and in church, it's actually okay to put your hand up and say mm. you haven't got it all together, even when you do have a faith. Yeah. Because you, as you say, hills, valleys, deserts, <laughs> it's okay to have your faith. And, you know, as you say, it's it's easier to preach it than it is to live it out at times. And we can, in church, yeah. say we are not okay. Yeah, well, the yeah. church is supposed to be the hospital. Yeah. I mean, that's supposed yeah. to be the hospital for people who are hurting. And I just wish more of us would would honest about that and 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 say hey i'm hurting you know i'm a pastor and mm. and for me that's what i live to do is to help hurting people but if everybody sits there and says oh i'm wonderful yeah, i'm, I'm great <laughs> yeah so true well good on you guys for being honest and yeah, transparent with so this because it's a, it's a very necessary conversation you know I, I i think of that saying you know a problem shared is a problem halved but i'm thinking maybe the reality mm. of it is that as we share a problem it actually halves it for someone that's listening yeah. that says oh actually you know, I'm in the same boat, so it actually helps to break down uh, some of those walls. So, as I said, really appreciate your your transparency and your honesty in that conversation. It's a, it's very important. Uh, Thanks, man. Thank you. The least Thanks, we can man. do. Appreciate that. Now, I am excited. I'm a bit of a Christmas fiend, and Robbo's trying to rein me in, and I'm very excited. Uh, your Christmas song, uh, "Joy to the World," was one of the most played Christmas tunes last year. So, I'm excited to cool. play it. But oh. technically, yeah. when should I be allowed? Do I have to wait to December? No. <laughs> All right, we've got the official word. We've got we can the play official it now. word. We can do it. So what is it, Andrew? Is it November 1st? Or, or is well, there I've already day? got my Christmas tree up. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Oh, okay. Well, right. I, I, have to, I, I have to explain. My daughter is having a Polar Express-themed Christmas party next week. Okay. And we need okay. the Christmas tree as part, as part of that. All so, right. 
Yes, I have a Christmas tree. Good time. on you. <laughs> all right, well, we'll take it as official. Yeah, right. We can start playing Christmas songs now. I am even a bigger now. fan now. This guy's got a, it's awesome. <laughs> well, we do love your music, guys, and uh, wish you all and the best honesty. for this new one, uh, yeah. Love Be The River. Uh, also, I just want to quickly say, Andrew, congratulations. Uh, human nature, of course, being uh, inducted into the ARIA Hall of Fame this month. That's an amazing accolade. Well done. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a really cool honour, and I'm so humbled by it just that the uh, the industry would want to recognise me and the guys that way, and um, you know, it's nothing I ever expected. But it's beautiful that people feel that uh, we've had an impact on the the music scene in Australia, and something they want to they want to recognise. So it's, mm. um, it's really cool. Awesome. Love well, thanks again for your thanks, time, guys. guys. Appreciate it, and we do want to wish you, yeah. even though it's already started, a merry Christmas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas is already happening for you guys. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.